The views expressed on the following program of those of its hosts and participants in no way reflect those of the staff or management of WNRI. The pandemic, civil unrest, protest, and the road to the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Six on this Friday. Here I am. I got my gumbo. Here I am. If I gave, uh, my name is Mike Mount, and I am filling in by the end of the man, I am 1380, and I'm You can always get me on mine at the website, thebeatbelt.com, B-E-B-E-T-R-O.com. Uh, my name, no, <clears throat> all right, Methmouth, get out of here. Let me fill in. I can do this. All right, thank you, folks. Sorry about that. He was uh, hanging around helping out. I decided to let him just fill in for uh, for a moment. Thank you, Methmouth. This portion of the John DePietro Show, folks, it's brought to you by Kays. Hey, listen, it's Friday. Kays has your name written all over it. Why not pop in, especially, my goodness, they always have Friday specials. They have Facebook page. I want to hand it to David, John. They're, uh, they're just terrific, folks. What a tremendous job they do at K's. You're going to love it. Stop by K's. Now, remember, you can also do a takeout, which a lot of people choose to do. But it doesn't mean, remember, you don't have to deprive yourself of the delicious food at K's, which is just such a landmark, historic. And I also love cool as a cucumber. How about a delicious drink? Cool lemonade. Or maybe even a little something to splash in it, a real lemonade. Now, at K's, the seafood, uh, seafood salad, meatball sandwiches, meatball appetizer, homemade gazpacho soup. It's a happening. Stop by K's. What's your go-to summer cocktail? They love the combination. Hendrix, gin, and creamed. Wow, that looks delicious. I'd like to pour like 10 of those down my throat. Folks, stop in the case. They also have the French oysters and the peel and eat trim. All right, get out of here. Enough of you, meth mouth. That's right, folks. It does look... Delicious. Uh, at Case, you can call them at 762-9675. Stop by Case, 1013 Cass Avenue in Wintrasocket. Well, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. Uh, we're going to check in with our friend John Francis at Competition Shooting Supplies. Just a moment. Uh, some news, though. Trump brother hospitalized. Very ill. That's very sad. Also, um... You know, don't worry about these polls that show Biden way up because the national polls don't matter. The only thing that matters is the swing states. So right now, swing state ballots may not be delivered in time to be counted. So that's very good news. Here's some other headlines. Forced isolation may be the only way to stop resurgence of virus. Battle for years. Sick nurses and doctors sick feel pressure to get back to work. COVID has driven Americans into depression and drinking. Lockdowns escalate obesity epidemic. Uh, study wearing bandana, neck or to more harmful than no mask at all. Um, let's see. Uh, British quarantine sparks France exodus and a run on wine. High, uh, Hawaii to delay tourist return amid spike and American passports are useless now. You know, that is true. There's no reason for it. How about 34 million people are under a heat warning? Scorching temps in the southwest will shatter the records. So now there is some um, Trump sees of a uh, Kamala's call to lock him up. Oh, boy. You know, this is they, they can't keep reacting to her, though. I'll just say that they can't keep reacting. Well, folks, it's Friday. And uh, remember, when they say civil unrest, when they say defund the police, what do you say? 
You know what you say. You say competition shooting supplies. Let's call our friend uh, John Francis right now. Let's get him on the line on this Friday. Uh, he is the uh, defender of the faith, and he is uh, the leader at Second Amendment headquarters. Let's uh, get on the line our friend uh, John Francis at Competition Shooting Supplies, 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. Call him at, uh, yeah, John Francis, please. Okay. Folks, here we go. Oh, there he goes. All right. Folks, joining us right now from Competition Shooting Supplies, our friend John Francis. Good afternoon, John Francis. Hi, John. How are you? I am well. Give us an update. What do you have in stock? What's available? Uh, Firearms, guns, ammo, the works. Okay. So, uh, the only fire, you know, like defensive handguns I have right now are uh, some, uh, uh, called the Rex Zero. Uh, these are a, they're made in uh, the uh, Czech Republic. Uh, they're a copy of the SIG uh, P226 series. It's a very good quality gun. They come with 17 round magazines. Um, other than that, uh, there still continues to be some pretty bad shortages on you know, AR-15s defense shotguns we're completely sold out of nine millimeter again wow um i've got an i've got another yeah i went through ten thousand rounds in three and a half days last holy week. cow wow and oh i have another ten thousand on order but they it's being delayed because the company ran out of the components needed to finish the order uh but they did inform me that there was going to be a price increase of at least five dollars a box uh-oh well, it's supply so, and yeah, demand, I'm, though. I'm starting, I'm starting to see some really, really significant price increases, uh, you know, both here in the state and nationwide. And that's all, uh, John, that's all just supply and demand, correct? That is correct. Yeah. That is correct. As, 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 the, as the, you know, the Democrat-run uh, officials in these cities all over the country allow this yep. lawlessness to continue, it's panicking the hell out of people. Wow. And are you still having, uh, you know, last time we chatted, you're having a lot of uh, first-time um, people that would like to be a first-time gun owner, firearms, get their blue card and come in and take the test. Yes, uh, I, I've ha- I still continue to have. Last week, I think we did somewhere between 20 and 30 uh, tests, which, you know, so that's all new people uh, coming in. Uh, this week, it slowed down a little bit, but then again... You know, a lot of the stores, like myself, we just we just don't have much left to sell right now. Yeah. Hey, John. Any other um, when when you uh, had some time off and and uh, were uh, shooting and so forth? Any anything you can share with us that maybe something new that you've tried recently that if somebody was wanting to experiment or in the market right now that they may want to try? Um. Not to put you on the not spot. Right now, okay. I've not really not really been able. To get my hands on really anything. There's really nothing really new and innovative in the market per se. Yeah. It's just, you know, there's just a, you've got huge demand, not so much for target shooting equipment, but for personal protection. Right. Now, John Francis, you also do, folks, we're speaking with the Defender of the Faith, Second Amendment Headquarters. Remember, they say defund the police, you say competition shooting supplies. Um, you also, there are people that may be listening right now that maybe they'd like to give you a little more liquid. Uh, they could do guns on consignment. This sounds like it's a tremendous time. If someone has some firearms in their collection that they'd they'd like to sell, this sounds like a it sounds like a seller's market. Uh, it is. If, yeah. So any of your listeners out there, if they have any uh, 
you know, good quality uh, defense style, uh, you know, rifles, shotguns, handguns that they'd like to uh, part with, uh, feel free to come on down. Give me a call. Uh, we're always looking for good used guns. Do you have any long guns as of right now? Uh, right now, um, I have some basic hunting rifles. I have some twenty two rimfire rifles for, you know, for target shooting. Nice. Um, the only, uh, the only long gun for, like, shotgun that I would have for defensive use uh, is a, it's called the Charles Daly Triple Threat. Hmm. And it's, and this is an 18 and a half inch, so it's a perfectly legal length, uh, but it has three barrels instead of two. Okay. And John, just so we know, and again, folks, we're speaking with John Francis, Competition Shooting Supplies, 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. Call him at 727-1716. John, if someone uh, <clears throat> has a license, if someone has their blue card, if they were going to come in today or tomorrow, what is something that they could purchase that you do have in stock? Uh, so right now, as far as hand, uh, for a handgun, yeah. uh, that was that Rex Zero uh, 9mm pistol uh, okay. that I mentioned earlier. I've got one left on the shelf, but I do have a few more coming next week. How does that handle? Uh, you know, well, it handles just like the the, uh, the SIG that it's a copy of. And, you know, I own that same very model SIG. So I expect this uh, this pistol to shoot extremely well. Hmm. And is the uh, if somebody is looking for a Glock, does that still remain very elusive? Glocks are very difficult to get still, yeah. Yeah, wow. All right, folks, John, what are your hours today and tomorrow? Uh, today I am here uh, 10 to 6, and tomorrow I'm open 9 to 4.30. All right, folks, he is John Francis, Competition Shooting Supplies. Remember, they say defund the police, you say Competition Shooting Supplies. John, great to talk to you. Stay safe. We'll talk to you again. You too. Thank you. All right, folks, there it is, our friend John Francis. The guy is just terrific. He is so knowledgeable. Stop in and see him. So right now it's one fifteen. Good afternoon, everyone. It's John DePietro. Now, I want to play. There's supposed to be a um, another uh, rally this afternoon, I believe, that's going to be taking place uh again this is there are these mixed groups they're kind of uh, they say they're like parents and educators but rhode island teachers parents plan to call on Ramundo for distance learning parents and teachers are planned to rally state house this afternoon they're going to deliver a p- petition to the governor um let me see if uh, i thought i saw some that there was sound on this i think there's some sound on this with uh channel 12 i believe there's some sound on this for some reason it's uh, uh not playing the group plans to deliver this petition that they've had started um they asked for uh, fund needs like child care for families um rally scheduled to begin at three speaking program um and this is all after i mean the governor is right now riding high on the heels that you know she had dr fauci yesterday and Dr. Fauci was, you know, basically saying that it's, um, it, it is, in fact, Rhode Island is a place right now that it would be safe. I think a lot of his comments, um, I, I liked the whole forum. I know some people are not fans of him and they're not fans of the governor. I think, um, I think he presents, you are still talking about the, the leading um, infection disease uh, expert. In, in really the world, and we're lucky to have him. And I know some people don't don't like him, but um, I want to. Um, um, we're going to 
I think I can play that in uh, in just a moment regarding the sound of the of the uh, this rally that's going to take place. But as I was um, playing earlier, what this also really comes down to right now is the fact that um, I think we do. We have sound on that. I think I have sound on that. I don't know why it's not. I'm sorry. I apologize, folks. Now, I also just want to get to, as I had broken the story on DePetro.com, we we have the story, and I told you that as much as some some uh, people may knock it, the fact that Governor Amundo absolutely made it to the short list as far as the Biden VP selection, without question, she did. And I want to, um, I'm going to play the sound, but it was apparently the unions at the last moment stepped in and they blocked her entire effort. I want to talk to my friend Leah in just a moment. Haven't talked to her in a little bit. Folks, if you're planning on uh, getting your tanks filled for some grilling, I want you to uh, make sure you stop and see our friend Phil Johnson at Johnson Propane. They they will um, refill your Blue Rhino tank. Johnson Propane. He's open seven days a week. Call him at 621-8129. Drive in no wait, and they'll refill your Blue Rhino tank. Propane tanks and supplies, 904 Manton Avenue in Providence. It's Johnson Propane, and he'll refill it for just 15 bucks. They're open seven days a week, the next two Wendy's, and in front of the Stop and Shop, all supplies, credit cards accepted, Johnson Propane. Stop it and see Phil. You can call him at 621-8129. And folks, we're all going to be grilling for quite some time, right? We're going to be grilling, so you might as well fill up those propane tanks at Johnson Propane. Call them at 621-8129, 621-8129. They're open seven days a week, 97-904 Manton Avenue in Providence. It's Johnson Propane. Good afternoon. It's John DePietro. Let me get um, Leah on the line, who is, uh, she also has experience as a nurse. And I like to remain open regarding how I feel about um Oh, actually, folks, remember, you can always email me, john at dipetro.com. Um, let's see. Uh, someone that does not like my impression of meth mouth. Uh, let me put, why is that? Um, this guy, he's a, he despises the president. And, but he, oh, you're a very dumb little man. Well, why? The, I, I, why? Because I, I do that? I mean, we we find it humorous. Why is that so bad? How about Governor Mundo, though? Yesterday with Fauci. Uh, tried to follow two principles. Focus on facts, not frenzy, and listen to the experts. And so instead, she said the past few weeks, they've been hearing from districts they need more time. They're, they're delaying school until September 14th. She was joined by Dr. Fauci. And, uh, oh, they posted the video. But he was uh, was just terrific, folks. And a lot of people are feeling uncertainty and afraid. But as Governor Mundo said, some of you that are afraid, you need to try to find that courage to just venture back into the classroom. You need to. But how about the fact that the unions basically squashed Governor Raimondo from, uh, from getting that? Now, I also saw a story. I just saw it on Twitter. Two arrested at this, uh, there was a protest. Folks, you have professional protesters out there. Now, the media is not getting to the heart of it. But 
I now, I mean, this is, I know who's behind it. And you have professional protesters, without question. And there, I think I know who, in fact, is, um, is paying them. But I would have to try to prove it. Uh, but there are, before I reveal the name is what I meant to say, but two arrested during eviction protest at Providence Courthouse, they purposely recruit young kids. I think there's three of them, at least three that they're paying. And the three that they're paying, two of them have been arrested. They were arrested outside the Providence Public Safety Complex. But the journalist, the story, the two people were arrested Friday during a demonstration outside the Garrahi um, protest evictions. Dozen people calling for it. Um, they were screaming, he's 15. He's 15 years old. Imagine a kid 15 years old is there and he's getting arrested. But I watched the video. And uh, hold on, Leah, stand by. I watched the video and, and they were blocking people from getting in. And then a woman that was arrested identified herself as a teacher. So I'm a public school teacher. So apparently she is a Brown grad and a second grade teacher at the Learning Center Charter School in Providence. So but they were blocking the doors. Now, the other two that were there, there's three of them. One is the girl that had the bullhorn last Saturday night, a governor was arrested. Two of them were arrested. One guy had a knife and the other girl that was there today that got arrested outside the public safety complex, she's been arrested, felony charge of being a weapon to school. So these are professional. They're young. They recruit other kids. Imagine that. Lee Malone. Lee Malone. He's 15. He's 15. Well, why, why is he you know, fighting with the state police and the Providence police blocking the doorway. All right, folks, joining us right now on the line is, uh, we haven't talked to her a little bit, is my friend Leah. Good afternoon, Leah. Hi, John. Leah, I'd like to start off, just get your uh, thoughts. We'll take a call. Let's go to the phones, folks. Get your thoughts on uh, the picking of Kamala Harris by Joe Biden. Oh, my God. Well, first of all, you know, it was kind of a given. It was between her, she and uh, Susan Rice. Uh, I'm glad he picked her because she's very controversial. And she stands, she was part of the policing. She was uh, in California. And now she wants to defund the police. I mean, listen, she's not a good candidate now, and neither is he. And the thing that gets me is he keeps saying she can take over from day one. If anyone votes for this guy, there's, there's a mental problem. I, I really think that because he's telling you right out that he's not going to make it. And furthermore, she's really inconsequential, I think, because the only two people that we're worried about are Trump and Biden. Those are the two people uh, on the ticket. Do you know what I'm saying? I, I really don't think she's going to. I think in, in essence, she's going to be a huge hindrance because they're already starting to dig up all kinds of crap on her. Yeah, they, they um, with her on the ticket, I think they raised... Twenty six million in twenty four hours. I those are pretty okay, good. Those are pretty good numbers, yeah, that's Leah. Good. That's good. Uh, but I still don't think that makes any difference. I think she, oh, with all that tittering and everything, seems to be funny to her. And you know, uh, the whole yeah. I just there's something about her I just don't like, and mainly because I don't like Biden either. I have a friend that's a, a pretty famous neurologist, MD, uh, in Cal in Florida. And I asked him right out. I said, you know, you're pretty good with diagnosing. He diagnosed someone I knew the first time he met them. He said, this person has the beginning of Alzheimer's. I said, you're pretty good at that. You're the head of a group of 80 physicians. I said, 
why would you ever vote for Biden? You you know, I don't have to tell you as a nurse, you know it more than I do as a physician. His specialty is Alzheimer's, Alzheimer's, stroke, and Parkinson's. He said, well, you know, Leah, he, he started when he was five years old. I said, oh my God, that's the excuse that you people in Florida are gonna use to vote for him? You, you better call the New England Medical Journal because that's a new finding. Someone that studies is gonna have Alzheimer's? Are you kidding me? Don't think of any excuse that they have to vote for Biden. Yeah. The Trump haters, the Trump haters. But you know what I say to friends of mine? Listen, in 2016, people came out in droves and voted for a guy that was on TV, okay? He wasn't a politician. He never was even on a school committee. Yep. And they voted him for president. Now, do you think those people are going away? If anything, they're coming back in droves. Just turn on your TV and, and look at Portland, Oregon. Look at Seattle. Look at Chicago, where my kids went to school. I mean, I was in Chicago a lot. They went to school in Lombard. But we went downtown a lot on the weekends. Chicago is, is New York without the attitude, actually. It's got a Midwestern beautiful attitude. And that lake area is gorgeous, and they're ruining it. We know some people from Chicago, and one of them said to me they, they live like in downtown near the Magnificent Mile. They're afraid to go out. So that's got to come for something, even though it's not on the other MSNBC or Communist News Network. You know, if, if people have eyes in their head, and especially when these communists... Democrats try to dictate everything from wearing a mask, like he said yesterday, he's going to mandate a mask for three months for everyone. He's a fool. Leah, what? Leah, if you had your choice between Trump and Biden, and say they were both physicians, you were in the emergency room, and you both of them from medical school, and one did, you couldn't stand at all, but he was at the top of his class and he was really good, and he could cure you, and the other one is a blithering idiot. Who would you choose? That's a good point. I mean, you'd pick President Trump every time. Could help you. That's right. Now, Leah, as a former nurse, touch on the debate right now. Your thought. I want to hear your thoughts on this whole business with school. Because it's not, I admit it's not easy. It's not easy. That's another whole thing. I am so sick of people. I'll get to the schools and this will get me to the schools. Of people saying, oh, Germany did better than the United States. Oh, Singapore did better. Wait a minute. Singapore has a population of 10 million people. The population of, of, down to, of New York City. You cannot compare these countries with us. Sweden is what? 10 million. I think Singapore is 5 million. All right? One fifth. Now, as far as the schools go, don't compare us with these other com- countries going back. These other countries going back are the size of just one of our states. That's why the president, rightfully so, is not interfering with this because each state is like the size of one of these European countries. And they have to know how to handle it and how to go back on their own. So I, I can't stand when they compare us to other places that have already started back to school because that's baloney. Because like I said, one of our states here in the United States is bigger than half of these countries. And every governor should do their own thing. But selfishly, I will have to say, John, the nurse and me, mm, you know, I know that I know that it's no joke, corona, coronavirus. I know a lot of people think it's just, you know, all political, this, that, and the other, but it's not. And as a grandmother, oh, I, I am a little afraid <laughs> with my grandchildren going back to school. I have one eleven, so she'll be in the lowest school. I'm one fifteen, going to be sixteen, so he'll be a sophomore. But I think if you know they do the things they're supposed to do. 
you know, who knows? I mean, it's such a hard decision. All right, let, let's talk about it, though. Leah, if you and I were running a school, okay, and we're in a community, we live somewhere where the virus is very low. So, number one, fresh air, as you know, and your nurse is good. Outside is even better. So we want to distance the kids, have them wear masks. Maybe rotate them, you know, one day on, one day off. Sure. One thing I think would be a good idea, if parents would take their temperature every morning before they went to school. Okay, I like that. You know, that would relieve a little bit. Sure. Double down on what they're going to do at school. Definitely need to definitely need to talk to them and make sure that they're you know each day it's very important. How do you feel, right? Someone that's sick just shouldn't go. But if you have a school, which is very possible, where there's there's no child or adult that has the virus, it's possible to have schooling. No one there has it. It's very low in certain communities. If there was an outbreak, to me, you could always go to distance learning. If suddenly somebody had to quarantine, somebody heard that their parent or a child or someone had it, suddenly you go to that. But I think what people are losing sight of is if you have 500 people and none of them have the virus, Unless yeah. someone interacts with someone who has it, exactly. those people continue without the virus. Because, Leah, there almost seems to be this fear that the virus never really dies out. But the doctors are saying if you have it and you quarantine, you're, after 10 days you're no longer contagious. Mm-hmm. Then it's not like that person who then gets tested to make sure they don't have it. They could rejoin the workplace or school or what have you, and they're, they're not contagious. They're not spreading not, it anymore. I think what people are doing, because they're so afraid of what the Democrats are saying and, and so forth, and they're the ones who are pushing this, this fear. They're so afraid of the out-of-the-ordinary case where you hear that someone has had uh, negative for like 10 weeks and is still carrying the virus. Those are... Out of the ordinary, one in a trillion things that can happen. One in a million that one little child might pass away, but then you find out there were underlying causes. So a lot of people are operating on that fear, but you're right. There are ways that they can go back. Uh, They can social distance, I think. But, you know, we have to get the Spanish community in a lot of these areas in Providence and, and Pawtucket on board with this. Because, you know, I, I know a lot of times kids will fake the sniffles and whatnot. But in this this time, you have to listen to your kid. And if they don't feel good, they don't go to school. Right. No matter what, you know. So you need a lot of people on board with this. But I know in, in the, the school, I, that my, my children, my grandchildren go to, they're thinking about outside for the lower grades. Inside for the higher grades and maybe a day on, a day off in the schools. I, I don't think it's, I think they pretty well worked out because they sent something to my daughter, but now they push the dates back also. So I don't know if it's going to work on something different or not. But I think, in, you know, if you keep the kids apart, keep the kids, uh, take them to the bathroom, have them wash their hands maybe before they start during the day in the morning and maybe a parent at home could just take their temperature and maybe they could do it in school with one of those things that hold up to your forehead 
that's kind of a double whammy to make sure that the kids are all right. I mean, I think wearing the mask, if they wear a cloth mask that's more comfortable and it, and it protects you a little bit more from the germs, they're not all going to wear, you know, big surgical masks. That's the God sure. Um, you know, have lunch where they really shouldn't, like they do in the, I forgot what country it is, the kids will have lunch in the classroom, but they can't talk to one another. But I think it really is, I agree with the mantra that it's important for kids to get back to school. They need that social semi-interaction, uh, let's say. Um, they need, uh, what about kids at home that really haven't been doing well? Right. I mean, you know, I think a lot of them are going to have a lot of stress when they go back to just catching up. That alone is going to be stressful for a lot of these kids. Hey, Leah, talk about yeah. what happened in uh, in Israel, though, because you were telling me there is a problem with yeah, the teachers there. I, I had seen something that were in Israel that one child supposedly infected 54 teachers. And I find that, I'm like, what the hell, 54 teachers? But maybe that, you know, maybe that was exaggerated, but maybe the teachers shouldn't congregate in teachers' rooms and things like that. Yes. You know, once they leave a classroom, you know, that should be the, you know, for... Instead of having, like, a history teacher or this teacher or that teacher, maybe the teacher should teach, try to teach all the subjects of that day or alternate days so that they can just be in that one classroom and not have to go to teacher lounges or teacher meetings or anything like that. That might be something because they could be carriers, too. You don't know. Right. You're right. I did see uh, CNN. The school reopened one child infected 25 teachers. Yeah. Um, well, you know that then that and for that child should not have been back in the school. I mean, obviously, exactly. you're right, and maybe in the teachers' again, rooms. Again, how, how would they know if they didn't take a temperature? You're right. Do a, you know, doing a swab test, and even that. I mean, how can you do that? Yeah. Like every kid, you need thousands and thousands and thousands just for Rhode Island alone hmm. test every day. Now, it, it, the parents have to be vigilant and keep them. Like we have a group of friends that are about. 30 of us now, maybe, that we've been together, uh, that I've been with since uh, after Mother's Day, and everybody's okay. And when one mother, you know, these are friends of my daughters, these are girls like in their 50s, and, it, and if a mother sees that one of the kids' friends, uncle or something had, had COVID, they stay away, you know, they have the kids stay away, and I'm aware of it. I won't go even out in the yard without a mask when they're around. I just won't do it. Hmm. I agree with you. I don't under I don't understand the people who like you. You hear about these parties and house parties where no one's wearing a mask, but and you're inside. Like I, I just I don't understand that. Like I, Leah, I don't relate to that. That is, it's so careless. Someone standing there at a party talking to you. Yeah, Never mind, people have been drinking and you know, and it's they they don't even realize they're spitting things into the air. Like exactly. I don't. Exactly. I don't get that. But, Leah, you have to admit, in Rhode Island with the schools, for September, October, even, you know, November, the average temperature of Rhode Island, November, I looked it up. It's 47 to 57 degrees. Uh So with the coat, um, you know, think about it. Uh, Halloween, people go outside. You go trick-or-treating. You wear a jacket. So exactly. Listen, I, I remember some Novembers where you'd have to put the air conditioning on yes. if it was humid out. Yeah. So they play baseball, the playoffs, the World Series goes to November. My point is, during oh, the... wait a minute. How about the rioters? How about yes. the protesters? Yep. Give me a break. I don't want to hear any more excuses about them. <laughs> yeah. 
and Leah, they, but they could. My point is, to me, all efforts should be focused on some using the outdoors if possible. You know, because you're not going to use the football stadium. There's no football. So exactly. you might as well use the stands. And that's what they're going to use at my kid's school. Oh, Probably smart. It's going to be out, out, outdoors. I like that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And, and you're right. They have parking lots. They have the football stadium. They can do a lot outdoors. If, if it's raining, no. Right. They'll be indoors. Yes. Okay. Or then, then that's a distance learning day. Exactly. You know? But, you know, I noticed one day when someone asked Gina Raimondo, you know, what about the protesters? Here's more than 25, or, for example, on a group of Her only answer, the only answer, she sounds like a puppet from everybody around the country. Every Democrat, either mayor or governor. Well, they're just, you know, they're just exerting their amendment right. Are you kidding me? That's the only answer you have? That's There's ridiculous. people running around, first of all, stealing and looting, but you're calling it reparations now? Yeah. Or, or contaminating everybody in sight? Because they have no excuse for that. They have no excuse. Yeah. You know, you're exactly so right. If they, if they channeled all their energy into worrying about school, it would be 110% better. You're right. Instead, they're worrying about how they can finagle it around to make everything look Trump's fault. That is the bottom line. Hmm. Lee, it's They're good using to all their energy on trying to get him <laughs> unelected. You're right. It's You're right. Listen, it's good to talk to you. You take care of yourself uh, and your beautiful little grandchild and uh, child and children. It's our friend. Thank you, Leah. It's our friend uh, Leah, folks, right here uh, on the John DePietro show. Uh, President Trump, I believe, is um, President Trump right now. Um, <clears throat> let me. Uh, I just want to check on something right now. The president, I believe, is in fact speaking uh, right now. And I want to see if we can uh, pull it up and hear a little bit of open factories in Arizona and Rhode Island. They're now producing over 20 million masks a month. Rhode Island. By the end of the year, domestic U.S. manufacturing will have produced over 1 billion N95 respirators. And all of them are made right here in the USA. That's a big difference from the past. Overall, we've increased N95 mask production by 400 million masks a year. Now, the media might say, why not 500? Why not 600? Nobody's seen numbers like this ever. We delivered more than $75 million in support to Puritan Medical in Maine. I was up there. As you remember, we had a tremendous visit and tremendous uh, throngs of people along the roads on the way to Puritan Medical. Puritans uh, doubled their production of testing swabs from 20 million to 40 million per month. They're doing a fantastic job and so is Maine. I've also used the DPA to fight price gouging and hoarding. My administration located and seized over half a million pieces of hoarded personal protective equipment, including 299,000 pairs of medical-grade gloves, 192,000 N95 respirators, and 130,000 surgical masks. That's hoarding. My administration's decisive actions have yielded truly incredible results people have done it all right folks and good afternoon it's john DePietro. that is uh, president trump this portion of the john DePietro show is brought to you by 
Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Come on, Friday is arrived. Plus, they're open today and tomorrow. Stop it and see them. Ron and Melissa. Ron's Pastry Gourmet, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. You can look for them on Facebook, Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Folks, you stop there and you become a regular customer because it is just absolutely terrific. They have uh, baked fresh daily sausage and pepper eggplant, meatball calzones, buffalo chicken calzones, Philly cheesesteak calzones, pepperoni and cheese calzones, chicken parm, plain and deluxe spinach pies, pizza strips, cannolis, brownies, cakes, Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Don't forget about the Trump soda and also the Trump chocolate covered donuts and the Trump cupcakes. It's Ron's Pastry Gourmet, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. They're right around the corner from cellos at silver spring street it's ron's pastry gourmet well folks good afternoon it's john DePietro. let's hear a little bit of um president trump is speaking at this moment it's been a while since he has uh spoken during this time i just want to tap in and see if our president is um saying something that's uh maybe consequential or important on the standard from the standard a little bit of, of this it's uh, 143. And also during, even during the period of the China virus, in the last three months, we've added an average of 100,000 jobs every single day, 20,000 manufacturing jobs in the past three months. That's despite people saying you can't do manufacturing jobs anymore. You need a magic wand, they said, but they were wrong. Weekly jobless claims just fell below. One million for the first time in a long time. I'm pleased to announce that as part of Operation Warp Speed, the federal government will be partnering with McKesson Corporation, great company, which is a major medical supplier to rapidly distribute a China virus vaccine. As soon as one is approved, fully approved, they're in stage three trials. We have many of them going along different passes. Also, uh, many different companies doing them. Very, very incredible companies. We currently have three candidates in phase three clinical trials and are in pace to have more than 100 million doses of a vaccine ready before the end of the year and 500 million doses very shortly thereafter. And we're ready logistically to distribute them. Our military is ready. We have a a great general who's in charge. That's what he does is he distributes things. Usually it's people and weapons, tanks, but... Uh, in this case, it's a vaccine or therapeutic, as it may be. We continue to actively monitor the virus, executing our strategy to protect the vulnerable and prevent hospital overcrowding. As of today, hospitalizations continue to be very stable, and we will be watching always very carefully. Remain vigilant. We ask every citizen to practice good hygiene, socially distance, wear a mask when distancing is not possible, and to protect the elderly, always protect the elderly. So now we'll take a few questions if you'd like. Uh, Mr. President, on the issue of more money for the U.S. Postal Service and mail-in balloting, if the Democrats were to give you some of what you want, which you articulated in a series of tweets in the last hour, would you be willing to accept the $25 billion for the Postal Service, including the $3.5 billion to give us what we want? And so what I want is what the American people want. So in addition to... And it just, I think, John, as part of your answer, I can read this. But in addition to uh, 
the executive orders that we signed, which are going to be doing terrific things in terms of uh, payroll tax cut, which is a lot of money coming to a lot of people very quickly. I've directed the Secretary of the Treasury to get ready and send direct payments, 3400 for a family of four to all Americans. Democrats are holding this up. I am ready to have uh, the UST and SBA send additional PPP payments to small businesses that have been hurt by the China virus. Democrats are holding this up. So we're talking about those are two things directly involved and really victim of the China virus. We're ready to send. Democrats are holding up. I'm ready to send rental assistance payments to hardworking Americans that have been hurt by the China virus. All of these things are in a list. Democrats are holding this up. I'm ready to send $105 billion to the states to help open schools safely with additional PPPE. And uh, Democrats are holding this up. So that's $105 billion to the states to help open schools safely with additional PPE. Democrats are holding that up, right? And I'm ready to send more money to states and local governments to save jobs of our great police, our firefighters, our first responders and teachers. It's all ready to go. Democrats are holding it up. So they're holding, John, all of that up. So if they were to give you that, yeah, would they, they sign off on the money for the Postal Yeah, service? but they're not giving it to me. They're giving it to the American people. I mean, giving it to a brief. Yeah. I would, I would certainly do that, sure. I would do that. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to follow up on that and a quick question. Just when you said that you directed Secretary Mnuchin to, to ready direct payments, are you, are you speaking about something you're going to do independently or that you're just waiting for the legislature? I'm waiting for the Democrats to approve it. Okay. And I would ask you, um, you congratulated Marjorie, Marjorie Taylor Greene in a tweet. You called her a future Republican star. Um, Greene has been a proponent of the QAnon conspiracy theory. Uh, she said it's something that should be would be worth listening to. Um, do you agree with her on that? Well, she did very well in the election. She won by a lot. She was very popular. Uh, she comes from a great state, and she had a tremendous victory. So, absolutely, I did congratulate her. Please go ahead. Go ahead. Do you agree with her on that? That was the question. I just wanted to ask you, what ails your brother Robert, and how's he doing? I have a wonderful brother. We've had a great relationship for a long time, for from day one. It's a long time ago. And uh, he's in the hospital right now, and hopefully he'll be all right. But he's he's pretty, uh, he's having a hard time. I wanted to ask you also really quickly about um, Putin's invitation to join the video summit with Iran and other world powers. Would you accept that invitation? I haven't been told of it yet. I heard there's something, but I haven't been told of it yet. Um, two questions on vaccines. First, once the vaccine is ready, who should get it first? I will rely on the doctors to tell me that. I would say probably the elderly. I would say nursing homes. Um, a lot of people said, would you take it? I said, I'll take it if they want, or I'll go first or last. I'll do whatever they want me to do. But I would think that the elderly, the people that are most vulnerable to the disease, and we're actually making those lists right now, uh, mostly uh, nursing homes and retirement centers. Yeah. Uh, Russia has approved the vaccine. Folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on this Friday. Again, you're hearing uh, that is uh, President Trump right now. Right now, it is uh, 
149 on this Friday afternoon. I want to thank everyone. Um, it's been quite a week. And, folks, I also want to reiterate to you that over the next couple of weeks, think about what's happening right now. Now, the next couple of weeks, obviously, uh, is going to be dominated by talk about the schools and whether or not the schools are going to be going back, especially in person. So you want to listen for that. That's number one. Number two, the social unrest continues, even though seems to have quieted down a little bit. Have you noticed that? Seems like it is quieted down a little bit. Uh, but then the other news is the election. The election, and not only at for the White House, but the local elections as well. And the decision that was made by the Supreme Court really hurts Rhode Island because Nellie Gorbia, the damage that she will do. Folks, we have had we have had mail fraud, mail ballot, voter fraud in the state very bad for quite some time. And now suddenly they're saying that in order to um, in order to vote by mail, that you would not even have to have anyone sign it. That is that is such a recipe for fraud. And it's very sad. I don't trust what the election results are going to be. I'm going to tell you right now I don't trust what they're going to be. So in addition to the fact that it has national implications as far as how well President Trump is going to do in our area, the local elections, you should also be concerned about it. And I wish I had a solution for you. I do. I wish I had a solution for you. But the Rhode Island mail ballot situation is... Um, really, really, and um, it's a problem. And one of the problems, I want you to remind you that in Rhode Island, you don't have to mail it. They have the box outside the Board of Elections. There's a mail, ball, uh, mail uh, box there, mailbox, four mail ballots. I'm going to do a story on this on DePetro.com. I've written about it in the past. We're going to write about it again. And the whole reason that is there, the whole reason that exists is because in case someone is actually caught perpetrating mail fraud, that one of the things that they would normally charge them with would be mail fraud. And if they're not mailing it, then that is taken off the table. So what does that mean? It just leads to far more abuse is what it means. This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought by R&R Roofing. Are you thinking of getting a new roof? All work is guaranteed. Free estimate, 40 years in business. It's so important. You think of people that say, I need, I just want to have a roof over my head. Well, that's true. And you want to make sure that you have the proper roof, R&R Roofing. Call them today, 401-823-1330. Call Richard Rossi today at R&R Roofing. All work guaranteed, free estimate, 40 years in business, all types of shingles and flat roofs, fully insured. Angie's List award winner, five years in a row. R&R Roofing. Call them today, 401-823-1330. I'll tell you, they are terrific. I'm going to give the number again. If you're thinking of getting a new roof, I want you to at least call them and get a free consultation. Because you want to go with the best. If you meet with Richard Rossi at R&R Roofing, that's who you will select. Over 40 years experience, impeccable cleanliness, fully licensed insured, job site is waterproof daily, all work guaranteed, and the owner's always on site. R&R Roofing, recommended by the Better Business Bureau, 
823-1330. I talked with the Better Business Bureau, and they said that the person I spoke to said that if, if this man said if he was going to get his roof done, this is the person at the Better Business Bureau. A-plus rating for r and Roofing. The man that I spoke to said that if he was going to get his roof done, that he would get it, uh, have it done by r and Roofing. Folks, what does that tell you? Call them today. Free estimate, 401-823-1330. Now, I just want to impress upon you. Right now, it's 154 on this Friday. I just want to impress upon you that if you make a mistake, if someone, not you, if you pick the wrong person, if they make a mistake when they're working on your roof, the amount of damage, what has to be done to repair it? You know, sometimes you can allow for certain errors with people that are working maybe on your home, not with the roof. Call R&R Roofing today. Free estimate, all work guaranteed over 40 years in business. 401-823-1330, for R&R Roofing. Well, folks, good afternoon. It's 154. On this Friday, it's John DePietro. It has been such a long week. My goodness, folks. It is nonstop. But now next week, this is exciting. Next week is the Democrat convention. We're going to have full coverage of that as much as you can cover it. They're certainly not going to get the buzz they normally do. But we're going to figure out. I think I'll probably do some kind of a uh, watch party on Facebook Live for those that follow me. Folks, remember, visit the website, depetro.com, where you can't go wrong, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. This portion of the John DePietro Show, 155 on this Friday, <coughs> excuse me, is brought to you by Vero Industries. Are you looking to maybe sell some gold? If you have some gold, this is a perfect time. V-E-R-O, Vero Industries, over 40 years experience buying gold, silver, and other precious metals. Old, broken, and new. Silverware, jewelry, serving trays, tea, coffee sets of pieces, watches, half-earring pieces, Buyer and seller of individual coins and collections. Call Leo at Vero Industries, 401-434-8900. 434-8900. Vero Industries. They will also come to you. Now, if you are thinking, I'll bet you have some gold or jewelry in your drawer. Why not get some value out of it? Cash it in. Call Leo over 40 years experience, 401-434-8900. Weekend and evening appointments are available. Now, he'll also come to you, but he does have two locations, East Providence and Warwick. Call Leo today, 401-434-8900. Gold is at an all-time high. Why not at least call him and see what he'll give you? Find out if you have something right now on this Friday. Now, right now, it's 156 on this Friday afternoon. Folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on this Friday. It's August 14th. If you have some gold, silver, other precious metals, all I'm suggesting is why not? Let's just find out what it's worth, right? Find out what it's worth. Maybe you have some silverware or jewelry or serving trees or maybe a watch collection or maybe individual coin collections. At least meet with Leo find out what it's worth you know i told the story i received a nice email from one of our listeners that she she thought she had some gold bands and bracelets she thought you know if i could get a thousand dollars for this i'd be happy folks she got two thousand dollars for it call leo 
434-8900. Vero Industries. And the biggest thing is the convenience. He went right to her. Now, he is a gentleman. He is a professional. He is trustworthy. He is a God-fearing individual. Daily congregant. This is who you want to deal with. He's an outstanding citizen with a impeccable credentials. My friend Leo with Vero Industries. 40 years experience. Experience buying gold, silver, other precious metals. I received another email from a man. He thought, you know what? He had some old uh, earrings from, I guess his um, aunt had passed away and left to him. It was just in the back of the drawer. He's like, ah, why not? Get 200 bucks, you know, spend it for the but. How about he ended up getting $1,800 for it, folks? Leo at Vero Industries, 40 years experience. 434-8900. God-fearing, daily congregant, Vero Industries. And he goes to you, if that's what you like, to your home or to your office. Some people are listening saying, you know, John DePietro, I don't know if I want to venture out of my home with this gold. Well, you don't have to. He'll go to you. 434-8900. Well, folks, it's John DePietro. Again, um, if you ever miss any portion of the program, just go to the website, dePietro.com. And then you click on radio show and then right at the very top. And then if you ever miss anything, you can just log on right there. And then everything is in library fashion. It's uh, it's right there that you can, in fact, um, you can then, you know, log on if there's some uh, portion of it that you miss. You can also contact me that way. And also make sure you can support the show. If you want to advertise your business on the show, contact me at the website, depetro.com. Just click, uh, click on advertise or contact John and get me the info. Folks, coming up is the 2 o'clock news, then the John Dion program. I want everyone to enjoy this Friday. Enjoy your weekend. Get some rest next week. Big week with the Biden uh, Kamala Harris Democrat Convention. We'll have full coverage of the unrest, the pandemic stay tuned for the two o'clock news special thank you to the great jeff gamach couldn't do it without him right now it's two o'clock